in, in the Princess Diaries, when she gets her makeover, she makes all she the boy like mooses go, Mwah. And if that was the truth, Mwah. if that was the truth, then you should have made all of the boy mooses go, <laughs> and then we should have seen more moose, but it didn't. So I don't think you really look as much like Anne Hathaway as you think, you know. Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I am joined in studio with my beautiful wife, Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? Super duper. You like all these decorations that we have up in the, the podcasting room? Yeah, it feels in here? very country living slash podcasty. Oh, your sister gifted me with some pretty cool gifts here recently of uh, a poster of the, the Hobbs Happenings logo and also the Big Blue Brothers logo with it, which, if you're not listening to both regularly, then what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Really? I mean, well, come it's on. just funny because his corner has his posters and like a sign, all of his equipment, and then the rest of the room. Is all the bedroom stuff that I had from my room, which is like quilts and like old lamps and knickknacks and stuff. And yeah, think about that. Sarah has an entire apartment. So two bedrooms, two bathrooms, living room, porch, kitchen, dining area that she gets to decorate in any way that she chooses. And I don't even get an entire room. I get a corner of a room <laughs> and she's threatening to get rid of my desk in here. If this really bothers you, we should talk about this. I want a bedspread that is the Hobbs Happenings. I want a basketball that has Big Blue Brothers logo on it. We'll, we'll talk after the podcast. It'll be great. Get so much going on. Sarah, last time we were together, which really was 10 minutes ago, and now we're doing another podcast. But last time we were together, we were talking about the wedding. In the time I asked you at the end of that podcast and now, um, I asked you if you regretted getting married has it changed at all still solid no, lost minutes, that's no. good i'm very very glad about that but all of the lead up you were planning and stressing out over the wedding as most brides do were you a bridezilla i don't know if it's a question you can ask me i don't think i was i'll ask your sister i had a great time we'll have to ask megan that's what i should ask her do you and... believe i'm capable of being a bridezilla Andrew? yes we are all desperately wicked and sinful total depravity <laughs> good answer (laughs) as she stabs me under the table um but you were worried about the wedding the whole time i really had very little to do with the planning of the wedding but my deal was the honeymoon and i was very excited to have that as my role yes i'm surprised with how many people today and it's not a bad thing but plan the honeymoon together that seems like no fun. There's no surprise in that. And I love surprises. Do you? Are you being serious? No, I love surprises. Okay, well, there's it. no surprise in that. It's just not, not fun. That and then picking out the, the wedding uh, band in the engagement ring. I feel like if I don't know you well enough to know where you'd like to go on vacation or what kind of engagement ring you would like, I probably don't know you well enough to marry you. So I tried my best to keep it a secret where we were going, and I was racking my brain. Where would be good options? Sarah had said that she wanted to go to Ireland, and I was thinking, that is not possible, because that's a lot of money. So, so that was out. I would have I would have taken you to the popular Hobbs honeymoon spot at the farmhouse in Tennessee. That's but, where Taya and Brian went. That's where David and Sarah went. But it was like 45 minutes from my house, and also an area 
called Townsend, where I spent most of my childhood. Yeah, so imagine living somewhere, and then your honeymoon, great vacation you get to have with your spouse, and they take you to the backyard. <laughs> like that, that would not be cool. So I I got rid of that one and decided instead that we were going to go to Prince Edward Island in Woo-hoo! Canada. A. What's the importance? <laughs> What's the importance of Prince Edward Island, Canada? Like, why go to Canada? When I told people, they were like, well, that's dumb. It's going to be cold up there. Why wouldn't you go to the beach? So, one of my favorite stories, um, Anne of Green Gables, for those of you who don't know that story, it's a classic by L.M. Montgomery. And Andrew and I can tell you all about it now, having been to the birthplace of Anne of Green Gables. But, um, especially in the movies, they're filmed there, so they give you a great visual for just how beautiful it is there. Um, So, it was on my bucket list for sure. Um, as well as my mom and sister's bucket list. So they're still quite jealous that we've been there. And I did not invite them on the honeymoon for so, obvious reasons. Yeah, so it was neat. Uh, Andrew and I describe it as a K- Kentucky on an island. Yeah, got so the rolling weird, hills, farmland. But there's also like fresh seafood and sandy beaches uh, mixed with like cow pastures and rolling green hills and hay bales. So it was a. An oddly beautiful place, but unlike anything I've ever visited thus far. It was fascinating. Where did you think we were going? Did you know before I told you where we were going? I had a good hunch we were going to Prince Edward Island. Also, you gave it away once. I did slip up. I don't remember what it was you said. It was something about I had contacted the credit card company and told them that that we were were going to be traveling. And I tried to play it off. I was like, I told them we were going to be in Canada. Or Montana, or And as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, we're going to Canada. Yeah. What did you think before I slipped up? Where did you think we might be going? Um, Well, I thought Florida, Mm -hmm. because it'd be like an an affordable trip and a nice trip. Um, Ireland, but also too expensive. Prince Edward Island was an option. Uh, Montana, because you know I've always wanted to be a cowgirl in Montana. Which is very strange. Montana, like, you go anywhere in the world. It's gorgeous. You go to Montana. What is in Montana? I mean, it's great. And I'm Mountains, sure... horses, vast bodies of water, fly fishing. Okay. It's a great place. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Haven't been. Sorry we didn't go We're to Montana. Like five hours <laughs> from Montana. We lived five hours from Montana, and I still haven't been. I don't think that's true. We no, lived we five didn't. hours from Wyoming. Oh. Can I do PS? <laughs> I want to prove my point. Have at it. Uh... So, we'll get to there at some point. Yeah, I don't. I think I also considered Maine as an option, like the New England states, because um, they were accessible. And we went to none of those. Instead, we went to Prince Edward Island. I was concerned. I've been kicked out of Canada before and thought maybe it would be a little shady, but it was fine. Uh, no problems there. Um, but we did not immediately go to Canada. I thought that would be kind of dumb to get done with our evening wedding and then get on a plane and fly to uh, Prince Edward Island. Because, believe it or not, Prince Edward Island is not the easiest place to get to via plane in the world. So, instead, we spent uh, the honeymoon night, the wedding night in uh, Knoxville at the Tennessean. Impressions of the Tennessean. It was gorgeous. It was a very fancy, well-located hotel. And our room was a corner room that had two walls that were windows that framed the Sun Sphere and World's Fair Park. So that being a view that I grew up loving, 
was neat to have that um, from our hotel room. Now, your dad was very concerned as we left the wedding because my brothers are quite ornery. And they kept saying that they were going to try to figure out where we were staying and do some sort of a prank um, but it was for not because it's a fancy hotel. And even if they had, yeah, asked, we even told the friend desk and they were like, don't worry, no one's getting up there. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, but it was pretty, it was a very cool room. I enjoyed it. So we spent the wedding night there. Um, and then you told me the next morning where we were going. Yes. That's when I told you where we were going. So technically you didn't know for sure, for sure. Even Which though you had was a really good hard idea. to pack for a month in Tennessee and a mysterious honeymoon. No, it wasn't. It was. You wear the same thing every day anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So it wouldn't matter. (laughs) Next morning. For those of you listening, I have great hygiene and I shower, so thank uh, you. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) But the next morning, the next morning is when we went to the airport, uh, flew from Knoxville to New York, York, um, and had a little bit of trouble with the flights when we got to New York. There were storms. Yeah. So we were there for a while, and then our flight actually got canceled, right, to Mm -hmm. Halifax? So we were in, our flight was weird, because it was like a Delta partnership with JetBlue. So we flew, we went from a Delta flight to a JetBlue flight. Well, not JetBlue, it was like Air Canada or WestJet, WestJet WestJet. is what it was. Um, So there was a huge mix-up with getting tickets switched over, and then they couldn't figure out what was going on because so, it was weird. I had to go up to the gate, and I asked them because they said the flight was canceled. I was like, what does that mean? We still, we, we don't live in New York. We need to get to Canada. What's going on? So they said, well, what you can do is take your information, and you need to go back out of the airport terminal, go back through uh, to the Delta main, uh, like, check-in Which baggage was, like, area. like, a mile away. And then go back through security again. We okay. get we get out there, but we didn't have, like, we, we were not at our final destination. So the bags that we had were not in baggage claim. So we had to go, like, they had to get in the back room and try oh, to find yeah. our bags, and then they finally did. And then we go to the Delta counter, and I think it was a woman that helped us out. She was like, those people were stupid. You didn't have to leave and go out and, and go, go get back our bags. Again. Yes. Like, they had to pull our bags off the plane, right? Yes. And bring them to us at this sketchy basement place that we were in. It was very frustrating. It was weird. And we had to prove that they were our bags. Um, and then they said that that wasn't even necessary. We could have left our bags on the plane and they could have switched them for us. But they figured it all out. And strange thing, we actually didn't end up being very delayed. We might have gotten, I don't think we got there sooner than we would have otherwise. But we weren't very much delayed in the fact that like we didn't get to Halifax any much later than we would have otherwise because we had such a long layover in uh, in New York. It's past the time playing Uno. Uh, in in the airport on top yeah. of one of our suitcases, that was a lot of fun. I won all the games, uh, but it was, it was, it was also great a night. very hot airport. Yes. Do you remember? It was very toasty in there. Yeah, there was a lot of people. There were, but we finally made it to Halifax. Very 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 late we, at night. Yeah, we stayed the night there. We got one of those hotels that's real close to the airport and just took the shuttle. Yeah, and then the next morning we went and picked up our rental car, and then we drove. Drove to um, Prince Edward Island. Yeah, and we got a rental car because you can fly to Charlottetown in Prince Edward Island, but it was like another $300 or something when we were going to get a rental car anyways, and it was only a four-hour drive. So we get there, and I am somewhat on the cheap side when it comes to things. 
Rental cars. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when when I was looking, I wasn't getting a junky car because it was a honeymoon. But to fly up there and to stay was a lot of money. Yeah, so I, so. The, the, the rental car was going to be the cheaper part yes. of the trip. So we get up to the counter and we mentioned just casually in conversation with the Hertz clerk that we are on our honeymoon. Mom told me to do that with everything. So she gave us a honeymoon upgrade and we got a 2019 black Mustang convertible. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And so we go out to the parking lot and we're all excited. Uh, it was beautiful. And it had a hologram, like it shoots out the, it has lights. Not a that hologram, has, a projection. Whatever, but it has its <laughs> its logo yeah. on the ground with lights whenever yeah. you like when you press op- the button on it or when something. When you open the door, it projects a picture of the Mustang on the ground. And if you didn't know, I don't know why Mustang doesn't uh, advertise this more. It is proven that newly married women take... <laughs> vast amounts of naps in Mustang convertibles. It was mind-blowing, really. I had no idea of this fact of science until uh, we, we drove around in this wonderful car. I hadn't slept for the past month, okay? So I had a lot of catching up to do. But that Mustang, it put me to sleep every time I got inside of it because it had a low rumble, and we put the top down, and the weather was just perfect, especially when the sun was out. Yeah. And I fell asleep in a matter of seconds. And really, too, that weather thing, one of the reasons I chose to go to Canada, not just because I knew Sarah would really like it, but also because I don't like the heat. And it was the summer. And I thought, well, she would like going to a beach, but I don't want to go to Florida and it'd be 100 degrees every day while we're there. But so. it was like in the 80s. Yeah, it was beautiful. We got to go to the beach some while we were there, but we drove our beautiful Mustang convertible up to uh, Prince Edward Island. Like I said, about a four-hour drive. Um, not too bad. I don't know if it was the way up or the way back that we stopped at Tim Hortons. On the way there. And you got a Beyond Meat burger. Which is translated as a veggie burger, and I didn't know it was a veggie burger. And I so guess who had like to eat the veggie amazingly burger? Amazingly Beyond Meat. Like, I just thought it was going to be fantastic meat. But it was not. No. It was very gross. It was disgusting. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> no. And then she had me, she she ate my food, I think, instead, right? Didn't you eat my food instead and I ate your veggie burger? I ate your potato wedges. Okay. But it was okay. Tim Hortons, some people may get mad at me for this because people that I know that live up in the northern part of the U.S. and then some people that have been in Canada swear by Tim Hortons. I was not impressed. It was not great. It was not anything. Well. We also waited forever for our food. Yeah. It was strange. But, anywho, on the way to Prince Edward Island, there were a lot of moose crossing signs. Mm-hmm. But no moose. But no moose. I did not see moose. It was moose. very sad. All the moose are very dangerous, but I still thought it would be great to have a moose cross the road. I thought for sure we would see a moose because you have told me in the past that people have told you that you look somewhat like... Anne Hathaway. And in the Princess Diaries, when she gets her makeover, she makes all the boy mooses go, And if that was the truth, if that was the truth, then you should have made all of the boy mooses go, And then we should have seen more moose, but it didn't. So I don't think you really look as much like Anne Hathaway as you think, you know? Wow, that was an insult. (laughs) According to Dickie at Hope Church, I look like Anne Hathaway, and I tell him he looks like Chris Pratt. So in another Whatever world. makes you guys feel better. That's all right. <laughs> but the drive was pretty, even though we didn't see any moose. Uh, and once we got, or we didn't see any moosin. Once we got to Prince Edward Island, it is obviously 
an island. So Well, to get there, we had to cross an eight-mile bridge. It was awesome. It was called the Confederation Bridge. I should have planned it better. There are two ways to go to the island. You can take a ferry across, or you can do the bridge. I didn't know how the ferry worked, so I was worried about it. I should have done the ferry on the way over, and then the bridge on the way back, but we ended up just doing the bridge both ways, because I didn't want to get stuck in Prince Edward Island, no matter how pretty it is. But cross there... The town, I don't even know what the name of the town was that we got to as soon as we uh, crossed, but it had a bunch of really cool shops, shops and like things like that. Like seaside shops and like the um, like maps and things like that. Uh, and we went into this random shop uh, and the, you walk in and it's kind of one of those like junky tourist shops, just like everything, like the postcards and the cheesy t-shirts and things like that, but... When you walk in the back, they have this really strange setup of a few of the Anne of Green Gables scenes from the books and the movies. And then they have, like, this costume rack of multiple different sizes of Anne dresses, as well as wigs and hats and carpet bags. So it turns out we you could pay $5 that we paid, and you could take pictures in an Anne of Green Gables scene dressed up like Anne. Best $5 we have ever spent. I think that was Sarah's and favorite thing we did the entire trip. Andrew, contrary to popular belief, did not dress up like Gilbert Blythe. Because that was not an option. He dressed up like a very manly Anne. I looked gorgeous. <laughs> I don't know what you're making fun of. Honestly, the whole experience was topped off by the guy who took our pictures. <laughs> he was great. He was so funny, and he was just making us laugh, and he was telling us to do certain poses and to mimic certain personalities she portrayed in the book. And it, we were cracking up. I don't think I've laughed that hard to that day or since that day. It was so funny. And then we got a pressed penny there. And mm, yeah. And wrapped it all up with some raspberry cordial. Yeah, which is from the books, if you don't know what that is. But we didn't get Not drunk on it. Yeah, we didn't get drunk cordial. on it. Like, uh, what's her friend's name? Diana. Diana. We didn't yeah. get drunk like Diana, Diana did. Barry. And then after that, we went back in our car, and then we drove the island to our Airbnb. It was a pretty cool place. It was in Cavendish, so I chose the spot because it was really close to most of the Anne stuff that I knew we'd want to go to. But it was a two-bedroom little um, house, yeah, tiny house that was on someone else's property, but you felt like you were secluded because a giant hedge. <laughs> yeah, you went in the fir- you went in the driveway, and if you kept going down, you'd get to their house and the lake or river, or whatever it was down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a big hedge in the way, so you really didn't see them. They were real nice people. They were from the states, um, yeah, and had moved up there from. somewhere like Minnesota or something. Um, but we saw them a couple of times. And they were really nice and gave us passes for the beach, the beach, and the like. I think there was a national park that was up there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Prince Edward National Park. So that was good, and they gave us some good suggestions of where to go eat. Uh, had our first yeah. oysters while we were in Prince Edward Island. Yeah, at Carr's Oyster Bar, and they gave us our shells, and the lady wrote in them our first oysters, which was cute. I loved it. Did you like the oysters? No, I did not. I would have eaten more. Sarah didn't like it. They're slimy, and they, just, they don't sound good, but it was... I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, so we also, one of the best things we did was the Anne and Gilbert musical. I love that thing. It was awesome. It was in Charlottetown. Um, And it wasn't, I mean, they basically pulled it from the books, but put a little spin on it. But I wasn't mad about it because it was so great. 
Uh, very Broadway-esque. Yeah, it was, in, it was in a small theater. There wasn't a whole lot of room there, but the music was awesome. The actors were really great. I like... It was funny, too. Who is it? Josie Pye is the, uh-huh. like, annoying, or the, I guess, kind of annoying girl. That's yeah. She, that was, I think, the Josie Pye in the play was better than the one that they had in the, the movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was great. Um, 10 out of 10. Recommend. Absolutely. Yeah, they added a lot of jokes and humor. Uh, so we appreciated that. And then I accidentally took a picture. Yes, and got scolded. Not knowing that it was copyrighted and we weren't allowed to take pictures. So I made a friend with the sassy security lady. Yes, I'm going to be taking Sarah to more plays so that she realizes you can't take Yeah. Take and then afterward, we explored Charlottetown a little bit. But then we got ice cream for the first time at Cow's Ice Cream. It was awesome. So Cow's is kind of like the island's chain. Um, and it's super thematic. And what they do is, um... It's all about cows. It is all about cows, but they take, like, all the... I don't know how they get by with this. But they take a bunch of movies and TV shows, and they, re- like, remake their logos and their posters and stuff with cows. Now that I think about it, they just took Chick-fil-A's idea and took it to another level. Yeah. So instead of like just cute, having... Cows, it was, like, cutesy cartoons. And they'd have a bunch of puns on there. But it was, like, I mean, you had everyone... You passed people everywhere that had the t-shirts on and yeah. stuff. Like, they even had an Anne one, and, like, the cow had a red braided wig on. Yeah. She was, like, holding a carpet bag, and... But an example of the type... Oh, and it was, it was Anne of Green Stables. Yeah, so example of types of jokes, something like that. I don't know if they had this example or not, but I could imagine, like, instead of the movie Moana, they might have a cow dressed up like... Moana? Yes, and it would have been... I mean, it was I, it was They corny. for sure had to have that one. But it was, it was pretty good, and the ice cream was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. It was delicious. So we ate at Cow's, what, three or four times? Probably. All over the island, though. Like, not just that one. Um, and then one day we went to the Bottle Houses. That was really cool. You told me that anyway it said that they do some houses like that. No. Well, that's how they do A lot of their windows, windows. in the houses in Zimbabwe, they take bottles and stick in the stucco. Mm-hmm. So that way they have an outlet for light, but they don't necessarily have to purchase glass windows. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. They literally just were made, all these structures were made out of bottles and cement. There's one guy that did it. Yeah, and they have to redo them like once every year because the cement, because they're right by the ocean and the salt wears it down. So they have to come in and redo some of the foundations and redo some of the cement to refortify them. Yeah. But it was so cool. There was like a church, there was a house, there was a lighthouse, there was like a garden area, a little paint shop type thing. Um... Yeah, so that one was really weird and random, but also really memorable. Yeah, it was very pretty. On the way back, so we went to the bottle houses, and then we also ended up finding a, um, a big lighthouse that we went and explored a little bit. On a cape. Yeah. but cape on Egmont. On the way back, I told Sarah on the way there, I'd seen a bunch of flags that were the French flag, and I was confused because, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that they were French in Canada, but I didn't think it was in Prince Edward Island. I thought it was just in Quebec, oui. mostly. Um but as we did all that, on the way back, we were driving, and we happened to drive past a museum that was the Acadian Museum, mm-hmm. and we stopped because I'm a nerd. And we went in there, and it was all about the Acadian people who had been uh, French speakers and, and still exist on the island. But essentially, in colonial times, the French were the ones that mainly colonized modern-day Canada. The English colonized most of the modern U.S. seaboard, eastern seaboard, and then the Spanish were Florida and South. 
Well, England and France hated each other, still do. Uh, and so they fight all these different wars. And once England won the French and Indian Wars, they started kicking all the French people out of Canada so that it were just English people. So the Acadians were driven out uh, to Prince Edward Island, and then eventually most of them were driven away. But it was a fascinating um, uh, history there. Found a last name that was the same as one of my friends from high school, Andrew yeah. Thibodeau. We found the name Thibodeau in there. So When you went... Did you already mention the museum? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I know you're telling the history, but I know if you said we went to the museum. This is this is how Matt Matt Jones feels when he does a, a podcast or his radio show with Ryan, and he'll say something, and then Ryan will be like, "Oh yeah, this too." It just repeats the same thing. That that's what's going on here. Oops. But anywho, it was a great experience. Yeah, and then we also went to the ocean that day and looked for shells. Because it had, a, like, a, what do you call it, whenever you can just walk down the sandbar, is that mm-hmm. what it is? And probably about a quarter of a mile, and it was just up to your mid-calf, so that was fun. Um, and we did some relaxing, too. I wanted to pick a place that we could go and do stuff as often as we wanted, but we could also just sit and relax, and we could do a balance there. It wasn't just one or the other. Uh, we could balance it a little bit more. So yeah. went to the beach, went for a bike ride at some like resort place that we it's rented like an old bikes Victorian from. house that was turned into a resort. It was really cool. But then there was one day that was like the and day. No, hold on. Go back for a second huh. to the bikes. So we get the bikes <laughs> and these are the most uncomfortable bikes that you've ever experienced in your entire life, right? This This is what it was. But it was still fun. They were rusty road bikes. Mm-hmm. And we get on the road and we're riding along the sea coast. And Sarah decides that she would like to turn off onto a dirt trail. Mountain biking. With our rusty road bikes. <laughs> and Sarah weighs significantly less than I do. And by the time that she realized that you, it was going to be a bad deal to be on these bikes because her bike was creaking and moaning and things like that, my bike had been doing that. The entire time. I thought it was going to break. And I was thinking, I don't want to walk back. I don't want to pay for this bike that I've just rented. That if I break it, now we're going to do this. But we survived. We made it out. um, And continued our wonderful bike ride around. There were also a ton of mosquitoes in that forest. Yes. Lots and lots and lots. Yeah, we couldn't stop. Because when you stopped, they would just swarm right to you. Mm -hmm. So that was bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. The, The... Biking part on the road, not the part where we yeah. were near the uh, mosquitoes. And that day we went back and we slept on the beach, so. Yes. Not and at night. We still had a cabin. Voided okay. the giant jellyfish. There were so, they have this spot at Cavendish Beach where it's cornered off of like a rope of this is the safe place to swim. And then outside of it is the not safe place to swim. And so I thought. False. Yes, I thought we should go to the safe place, but it was really crowded. So then we went outside, and we saw a jellyfish, and it freaked us out, and so we went into the safe place instead. It's a huge jellyfish. But then we saw more jellyfish in the safe place. They just put up a rope. There's no netting. There's no special part about the safe place. I think it was just because that's like the radius for the lifeguard. Yeah, well, at one point it was just swimming the ocean turned into dodging jellyfish. So eventually... Which felt like an eternity was probably just five minutes later we got out of the ocean. The water was also quite cold. We were in Canada, <laughs> north of Maine. Uh, and so it was it was quite chilly and we were chicken. But we, we spent quite a bit of time at the beach laying out and walking yeah. around and a little bit in the water and stuff. 
But yeah, and then we did the Big Ann Day. Yes. So we did um, Ellen Montgomery's birthplace, which was the author of all the Anne Green Gable books. We went to the Anne Museum, which was at the house she grew up at and based a lot of the books off of. And we did like a little walk through the woods. Was that also the day we did the carriage ride? Mm-mm, I don't remember. But anyway, we may have come back to the museum because I don't know if we knew about it. But we did a carriage ride with Matthew, which is her adopted father in the books. And uh, we literally rode in a horse and carriage around the Lake of Shining Waters and through some fields that were beautiful. Um, and we had a great conversation with our guide, which was a woman mm-hmm. who pretended to be Matthew. Mm-hmm. But we really liked her. Yeah, she was cool. And then uh, we went to the homestead. Is that the same place? It was a bunch of van places. But um, oh, I do remember that Sarah, we decided after we went to Ellen Montgomery's uh, birthplace that we were no longer going to tell people that Sarah was a big fan of Anne of Green Gables because she got the nastiest look from the woman behind the counter when she said that she was a fan. Yeah. And then she asked, oh, have you read all her books? Which there's like 15 of them. And, and Sarah had only read one of them. And so we decided we weren't going to tell people we were big Anne fans. Well, honestly, I didn't know there were that many books. I didn't know Are it was even huge. available in America. I don't know. Yes. I didn't know it was so huge in Japan. That lady that was our yeah. guide in the Matthews carriage ride, she said that they have so many people from Japan that come and visit because apparently it's like standard reading in that it's country in for curriculum. the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So all of it was great. It was a lot of knowledge, a lot of Angry and Gables knowledge. And then we went to Avonlea Village, which was kind of this mock setup of the village from the books but it was also strip molly slash tourist shops and kind of some craftsman things and also burger church yes burger church was fascinating so the church that ellen montgomery had grown up going to the presbyterian church there in town had closed its doors it was no longer a church so they moved it to this avonlea village and turned it into an attraction and instead of it being a church it turned it into a burger joint. Yes, and it was Kinda interesting. Weird. Yes, walking The burgers in, were awesome. They were. I was okay. But we literally ordered burgers at the pulpit. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> I, I was okay with ordering the burgers in there. I could not bring myself to eating inside. It felt really weird. Because it still looked like a church. Like, they didn't have pews and stuff. They had tables and there it was had a... had a beautiful ceiling. Yeah, it like it was the church building. Yeah. And they had just replaced the furniture with... Tables and chairs. And they had taken out the stage and put in um, grills. Yeah. So we ate outside for that Yeah. But the burgers were awesome. Just slightly weird feeling inside. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that day, I think we also went back to Cavendish Beach, um, which was our favorite place to end each day. Yes. It was very cool. Oh, yeah. And one one night, uh, we were watching TV in our little house, and we saw Focus on the Family canada yeah on tv so that was cool to see jim good old jimbo yeah you're on first name basis with the mr daly focus on the family no very good to know on tv so that was cool oh and yeah on the and day that was the day we walked all over the place mm-hmm. and we ended up walking through fields and a forest and we crossed a highway and a graveyard and we thought we were at some place that i do not remember but we ended up at the post office which was so cool 
because it was the Green Gables post office, and all the postcards I mailed home, they stamped with this, like, picture of an Anne hat and braids that said that they were mailed from Avonlea. So that was so cool. Yeah. And one of my postcards was unique. It was a bag of tea. So it's supposed to be Marilla Cuthbert's tea, which mm. was her adopted mother. Anne's and it, adopted mother. And adopted book. mother. So it was this flat bag of tea that you could mail as a postcard. So that was cool. I mailed that to a few of my friends and family members. Yeah. So lots of Anne knowledge, lots of sightseeing, the play, all that stuff. What do you think was your favorite part of the trip up to PEI? Mm, favorite part of the trip. The carriage ride was just a blast. Yeah. Especially because it was the Lake of Shining Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the beach. And the Mustang was just so fun. Yeah. Driving around the island with the top down. All my naps. Yeah. I thought it was a blast to do all that traveling and knowing that at the end of the trip, we were going back to the same place together. Because we had done lots of traveling Aww. previously where I would go to Colorado or you would come out here to Utah. Uh but at the end, it would always be we go our separate ways. But since we were married, we didn't have to do that anymore. Oh, yeah. It was woo-hoo, a great time. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Then we got back, and you started your your job the day after. We... Yeah, well, we had a day, and then I started my job. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. I think all in all, is a pretty good trip. Well, one of my favorite moments is when we were pumping gas in the Mustang, and Andrew yes. swings open the door and hits the yellow pole. That everyone fears to hit with their cars. It was very upsetting. <laughs> and it left a mark. But we never got charged for it, so no, praise God. Yeah, I don't know what on there, but it was it was demoralizing. <laughs> I was not happy but with that. But, Andrew, thank you. It was a great honeymoon. Well, good. I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's good. And we get to go back in like 25 years, take all 14 of our children. Right. And say, hey, this is where your mom and dad honeymooned. And I was like, gross. Why, didn't, why are we here? We don't want to do that. And on that note, we will wrap up this episode. Sarah, thanks for joining. This is a blast. You're welcome. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Join us next time for another exciting episode. And until then, toodles. Toodles.